welcome to Wellness Your Way. I'm your host, Megan Lyons, and I've helped thousands of people find their own way to wellness. Wellness Your Way is an extension of that work, aimed to help you find your unique path to feeling your very best. Each week, we'll go through tactical strategies you can use to improve your health, happiness, and quality of life. So grab a mug of tea or lace up your walking shoes. We're about to dive in. Welcome back to episode 114 of Wellness Your Way, my friends. It's December 27th. And you have made it to the end of 2022. And now is the time to celebrate your progress. It's so easy this time of year to get caught up in setting new goals, which I love. Let's be honest, we're talking about goals today, and I just love some good goal setting. But part of effectively setting our goals is celebrating what we were able to accomplish over the previous year or previous period. And I know this is the hardest part for some people, myself often included, because our brain naturally goes to picking apart what we didn't do perfectly or where life got in the way of our goals or were where our priorities shifted and we weren't able to or we chose not to accomplish some of our goals. And those all uh, merit reflection as well. It's fine to reflect on what we weren't able to accomplish in a non-judgmental way. But even more important is to find something to celebrate. Find many some things to celebrate. This will help you uncover your values and what's important to you. It will help you increase your motivation and feel excited to set new goals instead of just beating yourself into submission to set another goal, to go further and bigger and harder and all of these kinds of things that's tempting to do. Instead, celebrate yourself. Give yourself a big metaphorical hug for what you were able to accomplish because every single one of you did something great. So think about all those times you got to the gym that you didn't necessarily want to. And then you felt great, amazing, energized afterwards. Think about those times that you made the tough decision to put down the third cookie because you knew it wasn't going to make you sleep great. Or think about those times when you added in some extra vegetables or you did your meal prep or you stood up for your mental health and you took a break and you went outside and went for a walk. Think about all those times and feel good about the progress that you're making. That's going to help you be uh, ready, willing, and able to take in the content that we're about to go into on goal setting. And I know it's a busy time of year, so I'm skipping the Megan Recommends, the health news, all of this. I have just so many episodes lined up for you in 2023, and we will get to all of the good health stuff coming up. But for today, I'm going to re-air last year's segment on the six bits of goal-setting advice that I have for you heading into the new year. It is just as applicable now. I just re-listened to it myself and took some notes for my own goal-setting process, so get ready for a ton of information. But one more time in 2022, I want to thank you. Thank you for being here. 
Thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends and on your social media. Thank you for your kind words to me. And thank you for your dedication to your health. That's one that you might not get thanked for often because your body might not speak verbally to you, but it is thanking you for that dedication that you have to your health. I believe not any single one of us can change the world alone, certainly not in a day or in a week or in a month, but we can change ourselves. And when we add that little spark of light to our own corner of the world, that does eventually make the whole world brighter. So thank you for doing your part in doing that today. Thank you again for sharing the show and for being a supporter of the show. Happy holidays, happy goal setting, and happy new year, my friends. Here's to a 2023 full of hope, health, and happiness. All right, my friends, it is time for the veggies of the matter, and we're talking all about goal setting today. This is the time of year when so many people are all abuzz. See what I did there? Buzz, bees from the last segment. There we go. People are all abuzz about goal setting, and if you're listening to this for whatever reason after the date that it's released, then no worries. I believe any time is a good time to goal set. I just love goals. I have an abnormal love for goals, and I'm going to tell you a few of the reasons why. In fact, as you hear this right now, I am going through a two-day process that I uh, undertake each year with the sole purpose of reflecting on my previous year, setting intentions for the upcoming year, setting my specific goals. I think of goals as measurable things that I would like to attain, and then connecting those to emotions, um, how I want to feel, and what I'm going to do to get there, which is part of what we'll talk about. But this, for me, I like to block off at least a day. This year, I'm lucky enough to get two days where I'm solely focused on this process of goal setting. That's how much I love goals. Now, part of the reason I love goals is because I just am amazed. I truly am amazed by how close I come to these goals. I'm recording this episode a little bit before year end, so it's not quite close enough for me to give you a specific number, but I'm going to give you an example, two examples in fact, uh, three examples in fact, because I'm thinking of them live as we uh, as we go through this. So I like to set goals that are measurable. We're going to talk about that. And and oftentimes that involves numbers. Now, the number is not exactly the reward. We'll talk about that as well. But just go with me as I give you some of these examples. I set a goal this year to read 50 books. And it looks like I'm going to finish with about 51 to 52. I never, ever, ever would have done that if I hadn't set the goal and measured it weekly. I also like to set a revenue target for my business. Now, money is not exactly what motivates me, but it is something really measurable that I can measure how many lives I've impacted with how much value, monetary value, my business has brought in. So again, I'm not quite till the end of the year, but my estimate is that I come within 1% 
of that revenue goal that I set out. And now for a giant business, this might not seem like that amazing, but for a small business with lots of variable streams of income and lots of um, environmental circumstances that could change the course of business and lots of experiments and lots of things that might not go according to plan, coming within 1% of target is absolutely crazy. The third example is that I also, in addition to revenue, set a goal for expenses. And my expenses widely fluctuate throughout the year. If I um, uh, have a, a very big launch coming up, my team will work more hours and then I'll pay them more, obviously. And then maybe I have promotional products for that. And then maybe I order 200 handbooks for Revitalize, which are very expensive, and maybe I buy a new computer that month or whatever. So it can be very variable, but it looks like on average, my expenses are going to come within $10 per month of what I set out to um, hold them to. So this stuff is not just, oh, I set something that I hope to do and then like throw it out into the world. This comes to be reality for me. And that's one of the reasons that I love them and that I'm so intentional about what I lay out there to accomplish through the year. Now, I am not going to give you everything in this episode because that would be like, you know, a million hours. And I know you've got things to do, but I am going to link to several resources in the show notes for you today. There is episode 15 of the podcast on setting goals that inspire and motivate you, episode 11 on how to make your health goals fun, episode 14 on reviewing progress on previous goals, and then episode one, the very first one, getting back on track with your health goals. I'll also link to two blog posts, how to choose your yearly goals in the face of uncertainty, and one thing holding you back from achieving your goals. So all of those will be in the show notes for you. Now, last thing I will say here in this section about how much I love goals is that it's not always the goal, it's the process. So I mentioned that money itself is not that motivating to me. I get super jazzed up by hitting that number But for me personally, and it's totally okay if this is not the case for you, but for me personally, it's not really about the money. If I just think about like the actual dollars, to me, that's not very motivating. But the process of reaching that goal and striving and going through challenges and feeling proud of what I've accomplished is huge for me. And then when I connect that dollar value to all those lives that I've helped change, that's incredibly motivating for me. So as you go through these goals, if finding something numerical doesn't really do it for you, you can always find a deeper reason. All right, let's start by reflecting on the previous year's goals. I always believe that we can learn by what or learn from what happened with the previous year's goals. If it went well, if you did achieve it, this doesn't come naturally for me, but I really encourage you to spend some moments celebrating that. Really feel proud of yourself. You accomplished something big. That is something to celebrate. So think about what went well. 
Think about what you really appreciate about yourself, about those others on your team, those others that facilitated the goal, about the the circumstances that you were dealt, whatever. Just appreciate the fact that you achieved it. If you don't remember your goals, if you're sitting here right now thinking, hmm, on January 1st, 2021, what in the world did I set? That's a great realization in itself because you didn't keep those goals top of mind. And that's okay. You can change that for 2022. You can't change anything about what's happened in 2021. So don't worry about it, but learn from it and remember your goals by setting reminders for yourself, having a process in which you check in on your goals, um, bringing in an accountability buddy, whatever it is. We'll talk about some of those steps that you could take going forward. And then if you didn't achieve your goals, you did remember them, but you didn't achieve them, there are probably one of five reasons or multiple of five reasons why you didn't. One is that you might have set too lofty of a goal, which honestly, I think this is great. I like to set lofty goals um, that are achievable, but I would much rather set a goal that was too lofty than one that was really easy to accomplish. So I say kudos to you for thinking big. Let's achieve that one this year. I know you can do it. Another reason is that you weren't passionate about the goal. This is a goal that maybe you think you should achieve or someone else wants you to achieve or blah, 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 blah. If you're not passionate about it, you're much less likely to achieve it. The third reason is maybe you made progress, but you didn't quite get there. So if your goal was 10 steps in the right direction and you got nine steps in the right direction, officially you didn't achieve the goal, but let's celebrate those nine steps. Because in the end, goals are kind of arbitrary anyway. If we made progress towards where we want to go, that's something huge. Next reason is maybe you didn't have the support in which case, think about that for this year. What support do you need? Do you need an accountability coach? Do you need a system and an amazing community like Revitalize? Do you need an accountability buddy? Do you need calendar reminders? Do you need a star checklist for yourself? What do you need to support yourself in achieving those? And then the fifth and most detrimental reason is that you didn't believe in yourself and you let negative self-talk control you. So maybe you did set that goal of exercising three times a week and then the very first week of February, you didn't exercise at all and you were like, I'm such a failure. I couldn't even do this through February. Now I give up. That negative self-talk is for the birds. That doesn't get us anywhere. So if you let your negative self-talk get the best of you, then just realize that And listen to some of the previous episodes I've released on negative self-talk and see how you can make a plan to get rid of that negative self-talk voice or at least mute that voice or diminish the volume of that voice. So now you've reflected on your previous year's goals. Now it's time to set dream goals. And I like dream goals better than smart goals because of the E, which I'll go through. Dream stands for dated We want to achieve this by a date. Realistic. Remember what I just said. I'd rather have lofty goals than unreal than easy goals, but we want them to be within the realm of possibility. Energizing is E. That's the big one here. Smart goals can sometimes feel like boring goals. Yes, they're easy to measure and attainable and all of that, but I want them to be energizing. I want you to read your goals and feel passionate about them. That makes you more likely to achieve them. A stands for action-focused, so it's not like I want to win the lottery, but I want to buy a lottery ticket each week. That's not 
really a goal I would recommend, but that is an action you could take instead of just winning the lottery. And then finally, measurable. We want to make sure we know whether or not we achieved them so we can reflect next year. Now, a word on action-focused. I want to remind you that you're in control of your behaviors, not necessarily of the outcomes. So the past two years have taught us that nothing is certain, that we cannot necessarily rely on a consistent and stable environment around us, but we are always in control of our reaction to whatever changes are happening. So consider wording your goals as behaviors, something that you will do instead of the outcome. Honestly, I have probably half and half my goal of outcome versus behaviors, but I make sure to have some of those behavioral goals in there just to um, set myself up for success and make sure that I know when the world's spiraling out of control around me, I am still in control of my behaviors. And then I will um, just mention to you here that adding affirmations to your goals can be super powerful. Affirmations can remind us every single day about the feeling behind the goals. Those affirmations can really supercharge us, can motivate us, can connect us to a bigger purpose. When we remind ourselves through affirmations every single day, we feel unstoppable towards our goals. So this is like reminding yourself of your why, pumping yourself up, giving yourself a pep talk and a hug and a go get them all at the same time. That's how I think of my affirmations. So if you are looking to connect to your why every day, I am releasing a YouTube video tomorrow all about affirmations. So I will include my YouTube in the show notes. If you haven't yet checked it out, it's something I've relaunched in the past few weeks, and I am so excited about the YouTube channel. This video coming out tomorrow, if you're into affirmations, will help you so much. And there are already a couple videos up there about healthy food swaps you can make and healthy breakfasts that will uh, keep you feeling Uh, full and satiated and keep your blood sugar stable. So go ahead and check those out at the link in the show notes. Very last step to achieve your goals is to plan every step. Plan every step. So you don't set a goal, I'm going to run a marathon this year, and then you just run the marathon. You make your training plan. Maybe that starts with walking for one minute and running for one minute for a total of six minutes. That's a far cry from a marathon, but that's a step that you take and then, and you know that if you follow the plan, you'll get to the marathon. When we don't have these steps, we often deal with overwhelm or even a sense of paralysis and we don't take any action. So I encourage you to make mini steps that make the goal feel more realistic and intentional and you know what you need to do each day or each week or each month to achieve it. You just do that. It takes a lot less emotional energy to just do those mini steps as opposed to thinking about the big goal and sitting there with a sense of overwhelm. So those are a bunch of thoughts for you on goal setting for 2022. Whatever your goal is, I am wishing you all of the health the abundance, the love, the peace, the joy, the laughter, the connection, everything that you want for 2022. I am wishing that for you, my friends.
All right, team, your call to action today is to come up with one dream goal for 2022. Dated, realistic, energizing, action-focused, and measurable, one dream goal for 2022. I would love to hear your goal, so feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram at the Lion's Share, T-H-E-L-Y-O-N-S-S-H-A-R-E, to let me know what it is so I can cheer you on. Also, you'll hear the promo for Revitalize, but if you're looking for a January boost that doesn't just last for January, let me offer you long-term positive support in the form of all the information, motivation, and accountability you need to truly feel your best for life. This program is a transformation designed to make you feel empowered and confident and stable and consistent in your health and do that in an exciting and positive way. I really believe Revitalize is the best program on the market, and I'd love to get you in this amazing group this January. I will be sure to have the link in the show notes so you can check it out and be well-supported well beyond just the beginning of the new year. Once you're a reveler, you are a reveler for life. So check out Revitalize in the show notes below. Hi there, friend. A lot of people in my industry say how much they hate January. And I get it because all the clients are wanting all the fad diets and making all the unrealistic commitments. And it's just hard not to see past the madness and want to save people the hassle of their unrealistic solutions and guide them towards real solutions. I get it. I really do. But let me tell you a secret. I love January because people are excited about their health. It's a rare opportunity where so many people are excited to change their health. And even if they naturally tend towards unrealistic solutions, that represents so much possibility for me and for those people to learn real ways of health and for me to share the secrets that aren't really secrets, that are going back to the tried and true basics of real health. It's just so exciting to take people who are ready to change and show them that it doesn't have to be as hard as they think it does. You do not have to do three hours of hit per day or only eat kale the rest of your life. You do not have to buy the fancy products or pills or anything else. Just deeply learning about true nutrition, which has gotten so muddled in the sea of popular media, and learning to understand our own bodies individually, that's where the magic happens. And that's what I teach people in my Revitalized Health Accelerator. So if you haven't yet joined us for a January 8th start, I don't want you to miss out. The group starting in January will have so much energy. And we're going to harness all of that for good, for meaningful change. You'll have all the support you need as you walk through my step-by-step system, and I cannot wait to help you out. So head on over to www.thelionsshare.org slash revitalize. That's www.thelyons.org. S-H-A-R-E dot org slash revitalize. There's also a link in the show notes and get yourself signed up for our January group. I cannot wait to make next year your best year. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Wellness Your Way with Megan Lyons. I always love connecting with listeners, so be sure to follow me on social media. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss brand new episodes each week. If you love Wellness Your Way, please leave us a rating and review. I appreciate it so much. Stay well, and I'll be back next week. The Wellness Your Way podcast is provided for information only and should not be misconstrued as medical advice. Please consult with your physician or otherwise qualified practitioner on any matters regarding your health and well-being or on any opinions expressed within this podcast or the LionShare website.